Gentlemen, what are we gathered here together for today? I was calling or I was asking you for this call about the about the procrastination topic or about this this uh I'm I'm calling procrastination finding the point where I am kind of shifting away or we are we are we had a call with Devin about this topic procrastination and he was describing this kind of this this necessity to work on something or to go for and then I slipping away. And I I had this um actually I had a resonance when he was when he was describing it in uh in this wish to have an impulse and the impulse come and then kind of the impulse falling down kind of from I would be using the Devin's words, which we, were, we had a talk now, like having having impulses coming, 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 and then one of the impulses kind of comes and stays, and I, I go for it, and then others slips down and kind of falls down. And yeah, I'm like where I am right now for discovering with, with this. Where is mostly my fear kind of interfering in it? You know, I see that I'm coming to the point, and then either I'm able to stay with the fear kind of of my box and walk and do the things, or then or then I kind of slip away, kind of and, and yeah, this this falling like slipping from the hill, and I'm just like being on a hill and going walking, walking, and then uh, suddenly I find myself I'm slipping down, and then kind of grabbing for something to to stop and kind of sometimes even not grabbing because I feel like I'm sleeping in the falling. And then, yeah, kind of discovery about this. For Let me, here's the thing. What were you going to say? Finding the last thing? Or finding, finding the key? The, finding the key to dealing with procrastination is what you're saying. Yeah. So look, first I want to say the reason you could not quote unquote find a key for Devin is because you have this investment, Martin, personally, an investment in not understanding this. Because because you you're connected into your sources, right? And your source would give you clarity about it. But if you got clarity about it, then you could not procrastinate. You could not do this thing anymore. So that's why you could not work it for, for Devin. Mm. You get it? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Just like you said, you got resonance for it. So, so it's cool that we're having this conversation. So, um, Devin, what were you going to, you're going to say something. Devin. You, you had the original impulse about this. Could you say that? Or talk about I, did, it? I did. I did not. I did not have, uh, but I have my own necessity for it. Which is, it's, Go ahead. I mean, it's it's similar. And what I notice is that in terms of the like solving the problem of of procrastination, my 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 possible my only possibility with like a bunch of different variations is try harder. And I've had that in my life for whatever more than a more than two decades or something like that. And. And so I'm, I'm, I mean, a lot of the things Martin said are, are, there's a, there's overlap. Uh, I'm trying, there was something, 
okay. I, I noticed that when, when I'm, when I'm able to, when there's something and I'm able to complete it, if there's um, something like inspired to complete or finish something and I do, it seems like a, a, an accident or a something that I cannot consistently source yet. And, and that's, that's where, that's like where I am currently is, is something like how to, how to make that a more predictable experience in my something like that. I could say, I'm going to do this thing and I can predictably do it, predictably create results that, or, or whatever, finish things, whatever it is. What was the original impulse for this conversation between the two of you? I think it was, we were going through the doorways, the the 10 possibilitator doorways. And I think we were even at the zero. Yes. Okay. We were at number zero, which is quit your corporate job, which both of us have, have done. But, but from, from there, there's this, uh, there's this like a ticking kind of time bomb because Martin has a savings he's living off of. And, and somehow it's still there for me. Of so, so the only way to shore up against ever having to do that again would be to build something else. And when the question was, what are, okay, how, how's that part going? We had something like a similar answer, which is there's no shortage of ideas or impulses of what to do but doing the things doesn't we we don't do it we both have something where we don't do it that's what i remember i don't know if you have something else but but that's yeah for me that was the origin thank you it's so uh interesting how even in the study group we were on uh, exactly the same part of it so it's a massive theme. I just want you guys to get it. You're wrestling with, in a way, the human condition. You're wrestling with the fact that we are incarnated. You know, we have, we're living in a physical environment. And the, and the body, our physical life has so many needs. You have to dress yourself or wash yourself or brush your teeth or eat or poop. Or you, know, you have to exercise. You have to clean up the floor and wash the dishes and there's so much overhead in terms of being having your spirit in the meat because you get it so your spirit is in the meat and you you know so to incarnate to become to enter the meat you're in this environment that is so far away it's it's a completely different universe than not being in the meat and so creation causing is, it comes from, like we have this incredible powers of creation outside the meat. When we're not in the meat, we have these, you just snap your fingers, it's there. You declare this thing, it's there. And so what we're, when, as we're in, as a possibilitator, we're learning these skills for creation. This is, this is what possibilitator stuff is about. It is not about emotional healing process. You know, or I feel mad, sad, glad, or scared. I mean, it's not, you know, unmixing emotions. It's, you know, my mom and dad, and, you know, all this projection, all these baggage that we have. It's not really what it's about. That's just the, it's just the path. You know, that's the way. 
is to is to get through all of that stuff back to the creation stuff. But when you start getting through your your childhood stuff, you start be putting one or two feet or one or two steps into the free and natural adult ego state, you get access to these infinite resources again. And so these infinite resources are both inside of you and outside of you. And so as you stellated, you guys, I think you guys have self-stellated three or four of your feelings. Is that correct? You did the anger stellating, the fear stellating, the sadness. You had this immense sadness. And out of that comes this joy stellating that happens kind of by itself. And so you, so those are, that turns on these feelings, archetypes inside of you as king, warrior, magician, lover, infinite resources inside of yourself, always available. And so, plus you've distilled your bright principles. So these are infinite resources, they're facets of consciousness. These are, you know, universe-wide forces of nature. And you've tapped into the Earth Coincidence Control Office. So Echo is an ally of yours. You get an impulse from Echo, you go, Echo's, Echo's at work here. You know, and you're both also able to go in these gaps between spaces, for example, and in this, or to go to the edge of a space or go to the edge of a culture and step and stay at the edge. And right there on the other side is nothingness. And so you're also using nothingness as a resource. You know, you're able to speak from the unknown, for example, et cetera, et cetera. So you are tapping into these massive creation forces. And then you're confronted with, if, if you don't move the cup from here to here, the cup will stay here for infinity, for the, you know, unless some meteorite happens or, the, you know, the house cleaner lady moves it or something. But it stays, stuff stays where it is until you move it. If you don't take your vitamins, you're not taking your vitamins. So there's, there's so many, um, there's this huge interference pattern, which is not just like this. It's not like this. It's this cloud, like here's this force of creation and here's this interference thing, this distraction things. And then you've got your own personal uh, agenda, like self-image about what, what you're supposed to do or what you should do or what you must do or what you have to do, okay? You've got these pictures about, oh, to be a good man, to be a good partner, to be a good possibilitator, to be a good archon, you know, a person who's outside of the mainstream culture. If you're entering archiarchy, you're an archon. How do you be a good archon? You know, well, if I'm a good archon, then blah, 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 blah. So there's these, this cloud of forces that you're working with. So it isn't a simple key. It's not going to be a simple key for this. It's, I think, and so what we're facing into here in terms of creating is this, uh, these sources, what, there's so few people on planet Earth who jacked into the resources intelligently. And I want to say that because uh, 2,000 years ago, and including up till today, Really, here in Vietnam, it's rampant. But there's this relationship between human beings and the spirit, the spirits, 
the Godhead's, you know, more, there's a huge statue of, of the Lady Buddha across the bay. And everybody I talk to here in the town attributes the fact that all hurricanes since, since 1995, when she was finished being built, all hurricanes and tornadoes have gone somewhere else. So there was this huge, devastating, massive tsunami, you know, this huge storm. It just wiped out the town. And then they built the statue. And since then, storms have all gone around. Okay, so you're dealing in this world of, of mm, gods, the gods and goddesses. Okay, and these are all facets of consciousness. And so what... The Greeks had all the Godhead. The Romans had the Godhead. The Chinese had the Godhead. The Japanese had the American Indians have the spirit world. You know, the whole Celtic stuff is all full of spirits and uh, uh, all this kind of stuff. So, so these are all the inter interface between raw consciousness. This is like this creation force and the material world. And you guys are starting to function as between heaven and earth. You're starting to be a conductor between heaven and earth. There's so few people in the, on the planet who can stand as a conductor between heaven and earth without the fantasy world personality concoctions called gods and goddesses. So you get this, so that people manufacture this whole, it's not, they don't, they can't, they're not permitted to jack right into bright principles. So they have to have this buffer who's the god of lightning, the god of food, the god of wine, the god of, you know, revenge, whatever it is. So war. So so you guys are are learning a technology for jacking straight into bright principles for these massive infinite resources. There's so few people like that so far on the planet. These things are like, Create, create, make this, cause this, you know, here, this is this, and this, you start getting a sense of it. And it's like, I'm supposed to sleep at night. I'm supposed to hold hands with my partner and walk on the beach and watch the sunset. And there's this massive force of creation behind me. I mean, your archetypal lineage, you guys are tapped into that far more than you might think. That thing is pushing, you know, it's like going, come on, you know, we need this. You can do this. You, you trained your, your access. You said, yes, here we go. And so you get this massive amount of, of creation power behind you. And then there's this one and that one and this one and this one and that one. And they're all wanting to manifest in the, in the material world. And you're an agent of that. You have agency. You've developed agency for that. Okay. Well, is there anything better than this? I don't think so. And... Now you've got to deal with reality. And reality is, what are you going to create? You can only write one letter at a time. You can only hit one key at a time. You know, you can only speak one word at a time in a video or something. You can only hold one space at a time in a way, if you're going to cause the whole process like that. So, and then you're at a whole new level of, if I am the space through which this creation occurs in the world, there will be consequences for me. You get it? You're going to, you'll become famous. You'll become recognized. You'll, you'll become, people will 
put demands on you. The resources will put even more demands on you. So there's consequences to what you create. And so, and then there's so we have emotional reactions and stuff. So that all the consequences to all this stuff we're going to create, and it's going to change us. We are being changed like lightning coming through our tubes. We'll just fry any dust or particles or, you know, my personality trait remnants, whatever's, whatever's left over about your special personality, you know, your Instagram personality, whatever's left over from that will just get fried from the stuff that's coming through. So there's this huge, huge uh, fear about completely vanishing in a way. And so, so once, once there's this mechanism like, okay, like for me, I'm going to write a spark, right? I wake up this morning thinking, okay, I'm going to write a spark. And then If, you know, to do that, to complete the spark, it can be a day, a day and a half, sometimes two days of only rewriting the spark over and over and over again for me to get the memetics to work in the spark. So this is a huge commitment of time, energy, and focus just to make one little spark. And, and, and so then what happens is these mechanisms that you guys are talking about called I should, I, I should finish this. I, I, I want to, I must, I have to get this done so that what happens is we start manipulating ourselves. We try to start forcing ourselves to block off everything else from the material world. I mean, to me, when I'm doing this, I don't talk to anybody. I don't answer anything. I don't turn anything else on. And I, it was so bizarre. I get to the point where I'm hardly even breathing. And you, you may know that state. You say, God, I have to remember to breathe and or drink water. You know, I just have to move my back a little. Or, you, know what, you know what I mean? Like move, at least move a little bit because I'm so completely in this space. So am I forcing myself to be in this space or is the space carrying me and feeding me? So a lot of times I know you know what it feels like before the space carries you and feeds you. But then there's these times where you're trying to force yourself to do the thing. And so there's this, uh, Michael Portner's out on the road. He's his trainer and he's out on the road. He's been journeying as an initiatory process through all of this Eastern Europe and all this whole East, the East, you know, Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, all the, you know, Tibet, Nepal, all these places, you know, and he's wrapping after a year or whatever, nine months, something of this journey, he's kind of coming to an end. And it's like, he's been telling me, I don't know what to do next. You know, I don't have any plans. I can't, my plans are over. I'm like, oh no, I don't have any plans. And I just, I just wrote him a note and says, well, God, you're so lucky to be at this place where you do not have to fulfill any plans because then you can start living there. You can start living full out. You don't have to meet people's expectations or what you think people's expectations are. You don't have to write for your audience. You don't have to, all of this stuff. And so when you start to 
manipulate yourself to try, to do something that you actually want to do, it creates this interference force because manipulation is a shadow principle. You're bringing in a shadow principle into your world and it interferes with creation, it just interferes with it. And then, then you've got this fucked up thing going on, this interference between I have to, I must, I have to make money, I have to, it, it, whatever the thing is, you know, and it really messes up the creation thing. And so that's one part of it is trying to manipulate yourself to do something you already actually are loving doing. And so if you, but then there's this fear that you're talking about, which is if you don't cause, if you don't put your bank account in a money loop, then you've, through creation, through, through serving your bright principles and your archetypal lineage, if you don't do that, the only other thing you know about is to put your life force into this shadow world called a corporate job and you, you enslave yourself as a zombie to somebody else's, some psychopath's wishes. And you become a slave to a psychopath. And that's the, those are the only two alternatives that you have. Mm-hmm. And there, this thing I wanted to talk about is, it's called radical reliance. So you guys look happy, healthy, strong, present, you, you know, you, you guys look well, but, but you have these got considerations. A <laughs> you have a kidney stone? But it's keeping me alive. I mean, it's clear that I'm not dead. Wait, you say what you have? You have a what? I have a, you kid- have a, kid- a kidney stone. <clears throat> okay. So thank you for telling me. Have you talked to the Worthing Healers? Yes, uh, but not about this. It was no, about- Okay. Okay. So there's this really cool thing about kidney stones, just to let you know on the side topic. It's in your left side. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's people who can find this kidney stone, and it's just this crystal of calcium carbonate or crystallized calcium something. Right, and it can. It's not so structurally solid. It's sharp. That's why it hurts because the crystals have these sharp things on it. But you can you can actually uh, kind of crush it into into this kind of sand like dust. You know, it's it doesn't really dissolve, but it physically you can kind of crush it around, and it, it then it can just go out. Oh. And that means you have to kind of. Watch your diet a little bit. I don't know exactly how they form. So it's some kind of imbalance when that shows up. Probably you know what it is. What is it? Do you know what it is? Too much what? You know everything. I, I was I was sick and didn't didn't drink water for for a while. Okay. That. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Those happen in the toilet too. If you don't flush the toilet, they start forming in the toilet. Also, if you pee a lot and don't flush it, you start seeing these things show up in the toilet. But it's not so concentrated. In your, in your system as it is in the toilet because you have to dump heavy chemicals in the toilet. But here you can just kind of, you just kind of just, you know, crush it with your energetic fingers. You just kind of crush crush the crystal and it'll just kind of, just it'll kind of go away. So anyway, it's, it's a cool thing just to let you know. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. You are healthy. Okay. So what I'm saying is Radical reliance means 
It doesn't mean go to the top of a building and step off thinking that you can fly. That is not what this means. What this means is, is let the, let the archetypal forces that you're in service of carry you where you need to go from the ground. You know, you can lift off the ground. I don't know if you ever had those dreams. We just lift off the ground and fly. Do you ever have those dreams? Yeah. Martin, you never had that? Okay. All right. So, so this is kind of how it goes. But what it means is, is that, you know, my dreams like that, I lift off the ground and fly, but I'm going down a street and I want to get altitude, but there's all these wires, like electrical wires and cables and bridges and stuff like that. If I lift off, off the street, I hit this stuff, I die. So I'm, I'm staying, and there's cars down here going every which way. So there's this zone in between. I have to dodge all around. It's, it's just sort of a stressful dream. But in reality, it's less stressful, which is you can radically rely on those forces to navigate how it goes. And then you don't have to worry about it anymore. And so it's like, that's the thing, is to try to not manipulate yourself. You know, there's so many sparks I have not written, for example. There's so many things you have started and not finished. You have, and you're calling it procrastination. So procrastination is a technology for just avoiding that which you are afraid of. It's, it's because you're doing what you want to do. You're actually doing what you want to do. And what you're what I'm saying is you can radically rely on these infinite resources that you're jacked into to navigate that for you. And you go, shit, I'm, I'm three quarters done with this article. I haven't finished, you know, I didn't make my Rage Club uh, poster. I didn't put out this, you know, and you go, you keep breathing and you keep letting the thing, like you go with the current rather than trying to fight the current. You know, when sometimes, like you said, try harder, be stronger, try harder. So this is like holding on to a rock in the river and you just, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to fuck everything else, and I'm going to do this. And then, you know, you can do that, but it costs a lot. And then you're kind of exhausted afterwards. And you, But you can let go of the rock. And you can go like this, and you do this over here, and you do that there, and then you go walk on the beach, and then you do this, and you do that. And, and then you come back, and all of a sudden, you get a whole new insight from walking on the beach that you were missing from your article, and poof, your article is clean. But you didn't have that before you walked on the beach. Hmm. And so that's what I mean by the radically relying on thing. And the radically relying thing also works with money, if that's the thing. You know, it's like you, you get to play out loud and keep providing value to unbalance the universe. Every time you provide value somewhere, you're unbalancing the universe kind of in your favor. You're building up a debt with the universe. The universe has to pay you for the value that you're providing to people as a free agent of your, of your bright principles. And these are these archetypal forces of nature. You're this free agent for them. And it's unbalancing the value. And so the universe goes, shit, I'm just going to, and it will, it will compensate you. I'm sure you've understood this before. And so, but if you get afraid and afraid and afraid, I've been providing all this value and I'm not getting compensated, you know? So then, then check with some people. Check with your team, check with each other, check with your people there and say, look, I think I'm providing value, enough value for the universe to compensate for me, but the universe is not compensating for me, it's feedback. 
So please do this with each other in your circle there. It's like, okay, talk, please talk to me about the how can I create the kind of value that the universe is going to compensate me for? You know, what, what needs to shift in here? And it could come up a fear about something. People will give you, well, everybody has information for you about that. You know, so, and then just do the, do the uh, emotional healing process to deal with the block or the fear or the old decision or whatever the thing is that's in the way. But so Devin, if I asked you now, if if you said, let's see, if you said Devin right now, you said, okay, please tell me what, how I can, what I can change in the, in the quality of the value that I'm providing so that I get compensated more for it. I would immediately go to Devin, you're more of a space holder than you're allowing yourself to be. Mm-hmm. And so and the, what I'm, and so there's a, you've got this, some, something's blocking you from standing forward. Like this whole thing about speaking out, speaking first, speak, representing what you are. And there's this gap between your capacity for holding space and your, and, and in, in your strategy for holding back and, hiding out or getting occupied or busy over in the corner and not holding space for people for whatever, for emotional healing processes, for trainings, for work talks. When, when was the last time you did a solo work talk, for example? Mm, a while ago. Uh, yeah. Nine months ago, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So you should be doing one a month at least. Okay. Because, because this will, this is, the, that's the thing I'm talking about. It isn't, and then you're going to, you're, you, your box, whatever, is going to go, okay, I'm going to put this over here on my to-do list. <laughs> I could watch you doing this. <laughs> oh, it's another thing I have to do, you know, and then I'm uh-huh. going to procrastinate doing it because it goes in this thing. And it, it's like, you get, you got to go the other way, which is look in. Instead of putting this thing on your to-do list, go inside and talk to your own spirit. I don't know what else to call it. It's not your whatever it is, it's like your own being. You talk to your being and go, what would I love to talk about? What what do I, what, what's my edge right now? Where's my edge that I can investigate it with a team of people in a work talk? Where, where would I love to play around with? And it has to do with really powerful stuff. Tell me three things right now, what those would be. Mm. Well, yeah, I, uh there's more about talking about medication uh great and another one uh i i can see two of them right behind you one of them is manhood authentic <laughs> authentic masculine presence is an archiarchy. Yeah. And and the other one was something something around chaos. Something around uh Yeah, yes, yes. And that's magic. Yeah. Think about chaos is magic. So it's manhood, magic and and drug and medication. Medication, manhood and magic. The three M's. So this is where this is where your spirit is at going, you know. This is where your edges are, and you're you're trying to make money. You you get the differences, so t- you you let your. Sorry, no, I, I do. I can I can sense the difference. There, 
Yeah. So instead of looking out and going, putting it on your to-do list over there, okay, now I see it. Okay, now I have to do it. And now the, all these machines can come into work. Like, I have to do this. You know, I must do this. You force yourself and manipulate yourself. You go in and you enjoy the this. You love, you like, you let the love of this stuff come out. And so you let it, it's a whole different direction of focus, of looking. You're looking in and you let it, and you bubble, you let, let the bubble come out. You like ride the bubble. You get that as a complete, and every time you get, every time you're looking at your list, you know, I have to do this. You know, I have lists, okay? I've got lists. Okay, but my list is, so just so I don't forget stuff. It's a distinction. It's a, oh yeah, I forgot about this website. And it isn't I have to. It, you know, it used to say to do on the top. And it's no longer says my list don't say that anymore. There, this is just like reminding, you know, memory, like, oh yeah, cool. And so it's just like, there's so much going around. I just make little notes and then they fit together in weird ways all by themselves. And so that's what I mean. So look, doing this inner celebration, you get to just play. You get to just, and the, the whole to-do list, have to, if I don't do this, I won't make money. I have to do this to get enough cash flow. If you, and so that, like, so if we were in this circle and you asked me, what would I, what's needed in my creation to, to put, well, whatever, put your bank account into your cash flow loops, you know, just so it doesn't hurt the money that it goes through your bank account. Mm-hmm. You know, the money's flowing all over the place. And you just insert your bank account into this money loop and it'll go through your bank account and then you spend it on whatever. But, and if you're not in there, it just goes whatever. But if you stick it in there, it just goes through and it, it doesn't, the money doesn't lose itself in your bank account. You know, unless you're one of those people who tries to, you know, make a giant bank account and then the money loses its flow because you try to put it in a millionaire bank account or something. So you just you just let it go through your bank and you just insert your bank account in different flows, in different money loops, and then but th- that happens through celebrating the your actual the love of what you're exploring, what you're investigating, mm-hmm. and you you know and let it show up like that. So if you're in my circle, I say what what your creation needs what. What is your creation force? It needs uh, for you to um, have no opinion about your value. Your per- no opinion about is this the right time to say it? Is is it good enough? Will people like this? Am I interfering? Are people be pissed off? You know all of that stuff. You just you. You let the you and you let your the massiveness of your space holding shine. Mm-hmm. That's you know, and Martin, it's really the same for you. You know, it's really I could say exactly the same. You know, because Martin, like letting the massiveness of your space holding shine. I think that you're seeing it, Martin. Are you in the last something something? Chloe and I we secretly celebrate Martin's breakthrough in in in. In your celebrating your space holding, I have a warning in particular for Martin for you, and which is, you um, there's this cool website called uh, Eye of the Needle, 
eye of the needle.mystrikingly.com. Have you seen it, either of you? Yes. And so, okay. All right. So it has this mapping here. And the map is, you know, you're born, you're going along. And then there's this thing that modern culture tells you about called success. And it's this, it's this, you have this evolutionary path that you're on because you're a, a human being in the service of the evolution of consciousness. And, and, and you can move on this path and then of growing up and building matrix and getting to the place where you can have your initiation start. And at that point, modern culture takes you off into this big, shiny, sparkly thing over here called success. If you're going to be a success in modern culture, you need, you know, have good grades in school and get a good job and get lots of money and climb the hierarchy and blah, 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 own a car and a pool. And, you know, and this is this whole success thing over here. And it's a sidetrack. So most everybody goes there. Some people don't. Some people want to keep going on the path of the evolution of consciousness. But as everybody else is going over in the sidetrack, it seems like you're leaving you're leaving the main path of, of society. But in fact, you're not. The main path of society is going off, and you're going out the edge of that thing into the continuing your evolutionary path. And the map does not show this thing. I'm going to tell you. I will change the map one of these days. And it's what you would naturally do is proceed through this eye of a needle into your archetypal adulthood like actual being adulthood and get through the eye of the needle you've got to go through these processes to get rid of enough baggage all your childhood survival strategies all your possessions of you know your long your what's it called it's called this you know you need you want you need i want to have you know i want to have this i want to have a million dollars i want to have whatever a house in palace verdes whatever so so all that stuff has to fall away for you to be small enough to go through the eye of the needle. But be, as soon as you, if you're outside the mainstream, you're on the path of the evolution of consciousness, there's this other sidetracking thing called the handsome, holy tribal man. You go, oh, okay, here's somebody who's on the evolutionary path. And, and the leaders, the ones who have the biggest blog posts or blog followers or video video channels those are the handsome holy tribal men so here's a it's another success distraction in the evolution of consciousness movement if if you can succeed in the evolution of consciousness movement you will be a handsome holy tribal man and there's more on the handsome holy tribal man website it applies also to women but it's like okay so martin there's a part of you that's going Oh, now that I'm, I'm not, I'm not a victim anymore. Not, I'm not a child, little boy anymore. I'm not a nice guy anymore. And then, where's where's my success factor now? And it's over here in handsome, holy tribal man. It's not it. It's not it. And once you get in there for a while, it's harder to get out. Just you, you feel like you have too much to lose if you drop that whole game of putting on this show, being this handsome, holy tribal man that people are following. People believe you. People want you to lead them. People want to give you money and attention and love. And okay, it's not it. Okay, it's another distraction. So then, what you're left with, you know, if you don't go on this success path or this success path, you're left with nothing. Really, nothing. And that's where you're small enough and light enough to be in alignment with your sources, 
where you can be of service to something greater than yourself. You can facilitate the evolution of consciousness elegantly and efficiently. And it's just, yeah. Okay. I have a question, Quentin, and it's about, because I was reading the Holy Holy Tribal Man website, and I was kind of, because I know my grandma is very connected with my grandma, or my diva, is this like, this is, wow, wow, I would be successful, I would be praised off, or I don't know what is the world, and and I'm, because I, I'm kind of, I when I see myself, I'm not seeing, I'm, I'm seeing, I would be seeing myself going there, The question is like what what would what what do you see kind of I, what do you see as a feedback for me from there like where I, where where do you see I'm going this direction? <laughs> um, or if, yeah, if you have noticed something, De- Devin has a ton he can tell you. He just he's got to, yeah. but not right now. He'll tell you later. So look, what's your real question, Martin? What's your real question? Okay, my 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 Cause look because look look I don't do feedback I don't do it anymore I did it for 20 years and it's over so I don't do feedback anymore because it's just what what would happen if I gave you like what I perceive to be the things that are other indicating that you are moving in the direction of setting up the game of being a handsome holy tribal man if I told you those things you would put them over on this checklist to go I'm not going to do that I'm not going to do that And you would still be moving in the direction of being a handsome holy tribal man and trying not to do that, but doing it anyway, you know, but you would be trying not to because it's on your to-do list or not to-do list. This is your to-not-to-do list. Okay. And, and so you'd be trying to manipulate yourself. You get it? You get it? Okay. So I'm not going to tell you anything. What's your real question? Talk about that sadness right there. Yeah, it's because... It's more how, how like, I feel like how not to do that or like there is this sadness of how it's not how how actually be so authentic that actually it doesn't fucking matter that like, let it go by you that hope, there's a big doorway it's got bright lights and it's got organic chocolate you know and cotton clothes you know and yoga and tantric seminars and tantric sex you know and all that's and and That's the success in the evolution of consciousness fantasy world. You know, that's this distraction. So you have these two distractions going off. But the thing, this thing, is there's almost nothing there. There's almost nothing on this path in front of you. It's, it feels like nothing. And it feels like the groundlessness. And it feels like, well, you know, you're a nomad. You don't even have a house anymore. You don't even have a, a set of drawers or a closet to put your clothes. You don't have, you know, I have one dish. This is my dish. I carry it around. With me. And so, you know, I don't have dishes anymore. You know, I, you know, all the things that I love have to be really small so, so I can carry them around. So I, I got these now. This is this little hoi on, you know, this is my, and it's light. And it's, you know, and my other ones are my wooden spoons. You know, this is what I carry around is, is like oh and I have one more thing which is this feather I found this feather so anyway okay it's got to be light and small okay what, what who am I then you know who are you then what is what's what is Martin if there's nothing there and it's it's like okay what do you need Martin for 
what do you need Martin for? Because modern culture has this cult of personality, you know, the Martin, you know, we want to have, the world wants to have the Martin. We, we have to put on this show, this photo, get the right photographs, you know, be the Martin. What if that's not there? You work so hard from, you know, holding yourself small, you know, hiding out, being broken, being wounded, being ignored, you know, people ignore you, you have, people don't care about you, you're left in the corner, and you work so hard to come up and be able to just sit here in a space like this and be present and have this conversation. And now the path keeps going and it's like, what? You mean what? I don't, I don't get to be somebody? Like, what about all those people who are trying to be somebody? What about the successful people in modern culture, the successful people in the revolution of consciousness movement? What about all the, don't I get to be one of the successful people? Yeah, sure, you could do that. You know, fuck yourself over. Go ahead, you know, knock yourself into a zombie land and be, you know, in a fantasy world. Go ahead. You can be a blogger with, you know, a million subscribers. You have a million zombies subscribed to your zombie posts. Go ahead. You know, it's all optional. You get the options. All I'm saying is the actual path doesn't go either one of those ways. It just goes straight. It's a straight, narrow path. There's nothing there. That's what you get. And it's the best thing in the world, in my experience. So what was that, Martin? What was that? It's like how, like, and it's, it's, for, it's, it's so free. Like, there is this... Is the unknown, or like there's this fear, or this then, or I'm. I'm, I'm I was laughing because like wow, how, like how how can like be how can I be like nothing like this? You know this longing for being something like this necessity to to have a place for because I want to be something to have a place, and then it comes like this nothing. What you are saying and. It seems so. So it seems to be so insane. Kind of, there is really nothing to grab on. There is nothing to. Like, I'm, I'm. I'm even not knowing what will be the next thing to say, because I'm. Isn't that great? Because look, if you knew, if you know how to be nothing. That knowing how is something, and then you're not nothing anymore. You're holding on to the knowing how to be nothing, and it's too makes you too big to go through the eye of the needle. You get to the knowing how that you think, I oh, God, I have to know how. Do you? you? That last sentence you said, you'd have to watch this recording. It was beautiful. It was completely beautiful. It was clean and straight and powerful, and you were not there. And there was no knowing how there. It was an exact map for anybody watching this video to go, whoa, Martin, is, you, got, you get it. It's like there's this, you just said it. You just laid out the map. But did you know how to do that? No. Are you okay? You have to answer that question. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> What's your problem, buddy? <laughs> I'm not... But there's some grief. Martin, you got to go through some grief, more grief, okay? You work so hard to like, come together, to get yourself to find your center and grounding cord and bubble and to hold space and to not lose yourself. And when you're connecting with somebody else, you would normally just lose yourself. And now you don't, you're there. So you can do what you can, you've worked so hard for that. 
And now you don't get any ice cream on top of it. You don't get, you know, to go up on the, what is it, the, the film festival celebration. You don't get to go on the stage and get a, an, an award. You don't get to have an award for being nothing, you know, for, for all your accomplishments. No, you don't. You know, no. What you get is to keep breathing. That's what you get. And to have the next instant, there's this incredible guy sitting next to you. And you've got people there. And there's stuff, can, you know, there's so much possible. And then you get overwhelmed. Oh, there's so much possible. What are we going to do? I want to sit together and create a project and make a list of other things to put on our to-do list and then get overwhelmed again. And like, <laughs> there's all these possible distractions. Like, you know, you can fall in love with this creation force. And if we can fall so much in love with the creation force that you're surfing it, you're going, you're just being, you go along with it rather than trying to figure it out. Instead of trying to figure it out and manage it and get it on your list and make it all logical and complete this thing, right? You know, surf on it, go where it takes you. And I just think that there's so much intelligence in the field, like when you flow in the field, there's so much intelligence that, like I said, it will give you the missing piece while you're walking down the beach that, that now you can finish the article, you know, in a half hour rather than another six hours of struggling and it won't be as good. And so like, you can trust, you can radically rely on that. That's the thing. But as soon as you try to hold on to, I, how do I do it? How, how do I do that? You know, how does it, and it's too big. And you have this massive, this, this heavy physical thing you're trying to hold on to. And it's like, <coughs> you know, it just crashes you. Devin, you're going to say something. No, I just, just have this shooting pain. I'm just in, I'm just sitting here as present as I can be right now. Because it hurts? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just cranked up for a second, but I'm, I'm here. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. So then I have no reason to kind of be silent or no reason kind of, I don't know, there's some, yeah, from what I'm hearing, yeah, there is coming to like no reason. No, no reason to be silent, you said? Or no reason to be silent, or no, and even no reason to can, can know, like what you are saying, like no reason to know what what will be the next thing. Look, Martin, I'm going to ask you this question. So, I would like to be able to become more present. So, can you just tell me how to become more present? Like how you can be become more present is that you kind of you start to be notice how you are breathing. If you are breathing to your belly or if you are breathing to your chest, or if you are thinking or if you are really seeing what is in front of you. Are you're listening to sound which is next like you are hearing in the room right now, not from the computer, but do you do you hear the melody of how I am speaking? Or the rhythm of my words, you know. <laughs> yeah, it would be to go in this direction. 
Thank you. This is great. So did you already know that before? No. But I, I had, I created it over here in myself, the necessity wasn't just a concept, it was a necessity. I opened up this necessity in myself. I never asked somebody how to be more present. And I opened up, God, how? I, I need to know how to be more present. I asked you that question, and you spoke into my necessity, and your resources came right through. And now you could write an article on how to be more present, and it would be a valuable article. And it would, But you did not know it before. You did not know how to be more present. But when the necessity is there, then your resources are there. And you can radically rely on those resources for everything. Everything. And this is so, it's a human capacity. And it's so incredible. And you can just start trying it. And like I said, you do not go up to the top of a building and jump off. Okay? You stay on the ground and you just lift off. You know, you just start just like that. You have something. <laughs> I, I feel I'm failed. I'm asking if there is something. <laughs> no, this is this is this is great. I mean, Okay. I I love you guys. And I really appreciate that you created this space, created this necessity, you know, to have this conversation. And I like to share it with other people. And thank you for making it happen. Thank you, Clinton. Thank you for bringing filling the space of the necessity. If you push the off button, you can tell the real things. <laughs>